Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Slide on to this Thursday afternoon. Tony Gwynn Jr. alongside my co-host, Chris Ello and... The guy pushing all the buttons, literally all of the buttons, Matt Scraby. Another Gwen and Chris ahead for you. We got a half show for you today, a little bit more than half of a show because Thursday night football, I believe it's the Ravens and Buccaneers. Buccaneers. So you actually get, you know, two teams that actually resemble a really good team. Do they? Good teams. Did you see the Buccaneers play last week? Well, I'm saying they have makings of being a good team. I have a feeling this is going to be a good game. It's better than the games we've gotten the last two weeks. That's the point I'm trying to make. They have a chance to combine for more than three field goals, (laughs) which is what I think the Broncos gave us a couple of weeks ago. You guys uh, (laughs) will get a chance to hear from Padres owner Peter Seidler. He joined Ben and Woods this morning and. we have uh, some of his comments. Uh, John Heyman will join the show on the 3 o'clock hour. Of course, since it's Thursday, we do have our Gwen and Chris Pickham. Chris Ello currently ahead by what, 8? Uh, 11? It is 51 to 42. 9. A 9 point eight, lead. 11, 9, somewhere in the middle. Week, yes, you so. did. You had a uh, an upset pick. Upset pick. Uh, the uh, Commanders over the Packers yeah. paid off for me last week. So we'll see how it goes I, today. I also, when we get to that, or, or should we do it right now? I have a I have a question for Chris about how he does his pick'em. Well, how I do my pick'em, and and why? Do you really think there's a there's a pattern to when you send the odds? Oh, when to I send us. the odds to you, okay. Um, what is, what let, is the pattern? Let, let's go with this <laughs> conspiracy. Theories no, no, there's no conspiracy at all. I just want to know why that Chris is texting or even up thinking about a segment that's like 12 hours it is away. Pre- it is pretty early. Yeah. Uh, October 17th, 3.28 a.m. <laughs> uh, let me go to the next one. October 20th, 4.06 a.m. <laughs> Is this is this before the swim? Three forty three a.m. on Monday. Today was. It was a little later than that today. Three oh nine a.m. this morning. Chris, can you explain? I've been meaning to ask you this for weeks. I I'm up. I don't know. I'm an old guy. I get up in the middle of the night sometimes. I have nothing to do, how, so I I go ahead and text out our picks, and then I go back to sleep. How much? Okay. So how many uh, hours of sleep do you think? I you have get no that? idea. 
And you if know, you just had to guess, if I had to guess, I get about six hours total okay. of sleep every night. But it's but never, it's never in straight a row. through. Mm. It's never in a row. Okay, that makes sense then. I tend to wake up in the middle of the night, and when, uh, when you get up, how long are you awake? Uh, it can be a half an hour. Can be forty five minutes. I do a lot of my work at that time. Go back to sleep. Uh, I work out in the middle of the night. Our so brains are different. It's just a different deal. You know, Scraby has one of these. Uh, have, have you always been like that, or no, have you gotten older? Absolutely nothing like this. The only <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, college days and beyond, I used to stay up till three in the morning, and then I just go to bed and sleep through till ten or eleven in the next morning. But now I go to bed around eleven, and I usually get up around three, and I don't have much to do, so I, I do work. Okay, that's, and that's it, fine. It's just something that I hope doesn't happen to everybody, but I think as you get a little older, you, I don't know, I just wake up, and, and yeah. rather than you know wrestling around trying Fight to fall it. back asleep, I just get up and do stuff, and you know, I got some of my. Uh, uh, San Diego State women's basketball notes done today for the upcoming season, and I tend to get a lot of work done at that time. So. And, then, and then you, and, but you do end up falling back. I do asleep. go back to sleep. Okay, that's my that's biggest the good question. news for me is that I'm able to go back to sleep two or three times. Actually. Do you dream about whatever you worked on? Because I feel like if I woke up in the middle of the night and did like notes, I would probably dream about basketball or something. I have no idea what I dream about. Uh, I dream <laughs> about getting away from you is what I dream about, <laughs> mostly. I wasn't saying that there was a problem or anything. I was just trying to find out why you were texting yeah, so early. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. Uh, I don't stay up that late. Let's just be honest about that. I'm, I'm definitely already asleep, but I, I do get up. And people probably in my generation... Some, at least, Can probably relate. know what I'm talking about. Huh. My wife gets up often during the night, and she'll read and go back to sleep. I, I just think it's something that happens as you get older. Or, I'm not you know, The one thing that, that I find no. interesting is that Scraby's got one of those, um, one of those watches, oh oh, one yes, of those yes. uh, super sleep watches, watches yeah, sleep yeah. watches. It, it, yes, Fitbit. And it, it, gives him a, uh, it gives him a percentage rating. Uh, your sleep score, thank you. So, like, what did you get last night, Scraby? Do you know? I, I actually don't have it on today. It's uh, charging at home, and I forgot it. But uh, I usually get around a 50 to 60% sleep score, which is... Is that good? or It's average. It's average. It's it, average? It, I would meaning, probably get, like, a 7%. Yes, they, you probably Mine would. Mine would be awful, so I, I don't have one of those watches. It takes, your, it takes your oxygen level, like, your respiration. Like, when you're in REM sleep, you're getting more rest. And so your heart rate. Yeah, that's the thing I, I've read up on is that it takes like it's like three different phases of sleep, and, yeah, you, and you really sleep. need to be able yeah. to get all of them. Yeah, in the nights that I don't get my REM sleep, I'm I'm learning. I am really tired the next day. So yeah, I don't get into it that deep. I do know that if I don't get six, it's 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 I can I can get through five forty five, but anything below that, it is a it's going to be a struggle sauce. Baby. I just have no idea. I, I just don't. My wanna... watch my watch keeps track of that, so really? that's how I know. Yeah, I, I don't want to know how badly I sleep because if I did, I'd probably be really concerned with my health. That's a good so point. I, I just don't. That's ever, a good point. Don't ever buy me one of those watches or, or, you or know, even think about it. Because I, long time, I don't want to know what my sleep score is. It's got to be off. My sleep score. <laughs> it's got to be absolutely off. All right, let's. What's yeah. what time? What, what the watch did? Sorry, Tony. What the watch did was tell me that I don't have sleep apnea when everybody was telling me I have sleep apnea because. Are you I a snore? actually don't. Uh, yes, I, I'm a snore, but I'm much better now that I've not. I've stopped drinking. It's a different story. 
But they were all like, you should do the CPAP thing. So I tried it one time, and it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever that, had in that, my life. You know, I think a lot of times when you people are snoring and, and it sounds like they've stopped breathing, that's when people <laughs> get concerned and, and just assume you need yeah. a, a you yeah. Has need anybody out there ever gone one to one of those, what is it, a sleep clinic or I've, something? A sleep study. I've a thought about it. A sleep study. I have why, why would you go somewhere where there's cameras on you and lights on you it would be weird you're plugged into equipment and there's wires coming out of your body <laughs> how much money are sounds you much like a hospital, and then the right? guy, and then the guy comes in and goes okay please go to sleep now I'm like really how am i going to sleep now <laughs> i'm i'm in a horror movie right I know. now i've got i'm hooked up to all these machines i got 50 people watching me i've got cameras rolling I, I don't want to be part of this. Is any? I, I'm assuming some people out there have done sleep studies, but some like have I said to do before, it, I have no interest in what my sleep numbers are because I know they're bad. So I just go ahead and get on through it. All right. Well, we'll let you go ahead and get on through it. Let's get on to <laughs> Padres owner Peter Seidler. Uh, he spoke with Ben and Woods earlier this morning, and a lot of questions. And uh, one uh, for him was, how did he evaluate? the season in 2022 it really hurts more because we were so close and i think um the parallel is last year we learned from it and um ended up having the year that we just had which was a roller coaster like they all are but so many high moments but now the challenge for us is to really learn from everything that happened this year i mean that's kind of a year by year thing, but you got to do it. You know, the baseball world changes fast. The business of it all changes fast. And, um, you know, here with the start of the world series, free agency will be on us within a week or so on all the clubs. And we've got to really think through that. So we've been putting, you know, I think we, uh, gave ourselves in the front office, uh, a day, to just really feel awful. And while from, from my perspective, it hasn't diminished much, you know, when I, when I, I think feeling the agony of defeat is a healthy thing. So we're doing two things at the same time. We're feeling that, but also we're back to work full speed and um, have plenty of things to make decisions on that are important you know, over the next um, several weeks. Again, free agency opens up. The GM meetings in Vegas are right behind, the, right around the corner. And then um, we're hosting the winter meetings in San Diego this year, um, which is, the winter meetings are always great. But when you get them in, you know, I think people like coming to San Diego for those meetings and we'll be a great host as always. Yeah, so I mean, it sounds like uh, you know, Peter's feeling like it, like a lot of us are, right? Like there's, it's, it's, it sucks to lose. Yeah. Um, but certainly understanding that um, Padres are in a good place, Chris. One of the things that uh, was interesting after the game on Sunday, my wife and I were watching the finish of the game, and of course the Phillies got the last out and were jumping around, and then they showed the shots of the Padre dugout, and pretty much to a man, all the Padre players were sitting up you know along the railing watching the Phillies celebrate and my wife said why do they do that why do they why do they put them th through the selves through the hell of watching the other team celebrate i would want to get out of there but i think as peter seidler said 
you want to feel yeah. a little of that pain. Yep. You want to feel a little of that disappointment because that is what necess- you know, generally motivates you for the following season. You know, you see what what another team got to do that you didn't get to do and you say, "Hey, what do I have to do to make sure I'm the one celebrating next year?" So, you know, he made that pretty clear and the other thing he said which I totally get is that it hurts more because they got so far. Yeah. You know, last season was really a disappointment. No one's ever going to recall 2021 and go, that's a great season in Padre history. It was a terrible season. The, uh, they lost, you know, 34 of their final 46 games. But at the end of that, it's easier to, to deal with in a lot of ways than it is to get all the way to the NLCS and come up short. So, Yeah, no, I don't think there's any question, you know, one of the other questions, obviously, is is Juan Soto, right? I mean, AJ Preller kind of alluded to it, um, wanting Juan for many, many, many years. Uh, he was asked on his plans for a possible Soto extension. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not going to negotiate in the public when it comes to Juan Soto or anybody else, but um, he's Juan Soto. <laughs> He's a great, great dude, um, a natural leader, an elite talent. He works as hard as anybody can work. And I think as a matter of fairness, we need to let him get to know us in the organization, his teammates, his city. Um, and the discussions will happen when the time is right. Uh, he and his agent know darn well that we'd, you know, like, almost, you know, expect to have him here for more than the two remaining years. Um, but, you know, with, with anybody, he spent his whole professional career with one organization. And then, you know, we traded for him. And, and um, you know, just to give him a little chance to breathe, I think, is the is the best thing. I, I will tell you this: Whenever he's ready, we are ready. Yeah, uh, I, I think ultimately that is what I was alluding to yesterday. Is that as much as you would want to bring him in for an extension, there is a a, a period of time where both sides want to get to know one another. Specifically, Juan Soto wanted getting to know the city of San Diego and the people in the organization. Because, you know, that's part of it when, you know, it's it, I know we often just look at the price tag, but a lot of times guys are weighing who who they're going to be dealing with on a consistent basis. Well, at least most guys do. Not all guys do. Some guys don't don't care. They just want the bag at the end of the day. But uh, I, I think that's what Peter's basically saying, like give him some time to figure out if this is a place he, he wants to be. I think Juan Soto is definitely the kind of guy that uh, he's so talented. He's obviously going to have the he's going to hold most of the cards yeah. in terms of where he wants to play because he can play pretty much wherever. I mean, if he calls the Kansas City Royals tomorrow and says, you know, after my contract's over, I've always wanted to move my family to Kansas City. The Royals aren't going to hang up the phone. So, you know, it's going to it's going to have to be a situation where he likes it here. You know, his family likes it here. He's. He feels comfortable here, and you know I think he's going to need to have some success here. You know I don't I think that's going to be part of it, Tony. He didn't he didn't necessarily play as well right as he had in Washington, 
at you know down here at Petco Park. Now you know next year he could uh, you know take off and become Juan Soto again, and I, I think that would go a long way towards motivating him to want to stay. So I, I don't expect them to make a move right away. Like they don't have to sign him this off season. Right? It, it, it's not necessarily it financial, right? right? It does, it's not necessarily financially the perfect timing, right? I mean. I don't think it is for him either. Right, exactly. It's not probably not for either party at this point. I, I, I think uh, there are some guys that come up through this process and are, are completely okay with going through the step-by-step process of year-to-year arbitration. And then maybe before that last year, they decide, all right, I'm ready for a long-term deal. But I just think there's time. There's no need to have that conversation at this point because he's under team control. If if you if Put it this way, if... There's a reason why you see these things staggered a lot of times. You may get two guys that sign at the same time, but oftentimes it's staggered so that some money is coming off the books when other money is coming on the books, and it keeps you from having an extraordinary high bill at this on the same year, right? Um, and so that that all weighs into the process a little bit. So you know, as at, when that time comes, I'm sure um, we'll get a chance to. Um, We'll get a chance to see that. We'll get a chance to see how that works out. All right, let's get to break. We've got more from Peter Seiler on the other end when we return. More Gwen and Chris. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Seidler in this segment. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Mr. Scrabe, along for the ride. Big Five is coming up at the bottom of this hour. Three o'clock hour will include the Daily Gambit today and also a visit from our Odyssey MLB insider, John Heyman, who uh, will be able to tell us that there is a 90% chance of rain for Game 1 of the World Series. But there is a roof at Minute Maid Park, and uh, they are planning to have it closed for Game 1. It'll likely be shut for Game 2. Aaron Nolan, Justin Verlander, the starters, 
in the 2022 Fall Classic. Four o'clock hour, Chris versus the fans, and... Excuse me, who was the starting pitcher? Who did I say? Oh, I believe you said Aaron Nolan. I've never heard of him before. I said Aaron Nola. I'm going to check the tape, Abid. I checked the tape. I was just asking for clarification purposes. (laughs) He's so mad right now. This is why when I go back to sleep at 3 in the morning, I dream about being away from Okay, it makes sense now. It does. (laughs) Aaron Nolan. Gwen and Chris Pickham will come up at about 4.20 to close out our show. It's all ahead of Thursday night football tonight. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. There is one NFL uh, breaking note uh, here in the last half hour. Bad news for Mr. Scraby and others like him. Bengals star wide receiver Jamar Chase is expected to be out for more than a month. That's Scraby. He's got a hip injury. The Bengals star did not practice today and was listed on the team's injury report. He's not going to play Monday night against Cleveland, and he is likely to see the IR. Chase uh, first experienced the problem in a week six win over the New Orleans Saints. He, uh, he did play pretty well last week against the Atlanta Falcons. He did, he but not? there was a moment in that game where he – it was before halftime, I believe, where he was running down the field, and all of a sudden he kind of pulled up a little bit like his hamstring was hurting, and he came off the field, and it looked like one of those things where he was going to be out, and then he was back in there. So I don't know if he pushed through Is this the or beginning something? of the end for you, man? This feels like something that happens to Scraby every year. I do well, have... we called it, did we not? I mean, we knew that he had a – powerhouse team even my humbleness has that he would me. mess it up yeah yeah i mean i haven't messed it up though i mean you're you are res- you're responsible the for, league. you are responsible for your roster so therefore who else is messing it up not everybody not everyone had a number one ranking coming into the season of, of not of anybody not everybody in the league got jamar chase as an eighth round pick well it doesn't matter anymore all you crybabies got your wish <laughs> he's out for the next six weeks all you crybabies we're not crybabies oh there was a lot of crying we're going just, on just tony's we're, even giving me the nod yes there, there was there was some uh some salty i don't believe sure. we were crying about it it was the rule that we put in i, I felt like you got a nice advantage and I felt like you would blow it anyway. And I didn't because I drafted well, have. but my team hasn't played well together. Oh, I see. Three and well, four. who's responsible for that? The general manager. you got to put together a team that plays well together. You know what I did? I made a great move last week. I what put move it, was that? I put Tyler Boyd in um, for a an injured wide receiver, and he had like 155 yards and a touchdown. Still didn't help me win because I lost to the guy who scored so the second most points of the week. So what a great move it was. I know. We don't want to hear it's about ridiculous. your great moves when you lose. It's ridiculous. When you lose, you lose. I could score the third most points in the league, but have the second most points in the league scored on me and be three and four. It's crazy. What a complainer. Speaking of complaining. <laughs> okay. I believe enough. we're hearing that. Fair point. enough. <laughs> uh, another top wide receiver is likely going to be out of action on Sunday. The Packers reporting that Alan Lazard will likely miss the Packers' next tilt against the Buffalo Bills. By the way, uh, Aaron Rodgers going to be playing in that Sunday night game. Did you guys realize he is 13-0 and in primetime night games over the last several years? Yeah, that record is going to be put to the test Sunday night in Buffalo. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. But um, he's also a double-digit underdog for the first time in his career. Uh, one other wide receiver note, uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce yeah, no, it, Scraby. Right. Let me check with you since no, you're right. my that's Bible right. on uh, name pronunciation all of a sudden. <laughs> 
Kadarius Toney goes from the New York football giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. Another one of these trades where all you have to do is give up a 19th round draft choice and you get a wide receiver. Well, honestly, what was he traded for? A third round conditional pick. Okay. Which I don't even know what, what that, does that mean. That means it's after the third round. There's some conditional picks that was left over from the trade earlier. So it's like between a third and a fourth round pick. Hmm. Now, why? Why? I mean, Kadarius Tony is all right, but is he better than the guy that the Eagles just got yesterday for a fourth round pick? Who the Eagles? Oh, the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. but but isn't I, he, I, he older? Kadarius Tony's very young. He's young. He's he's in the draft class of uh, any in Jamar Chase's draft class. He was the last of the fourth yeah. four first round. All I know is receivers. that when the Chiefs are throwing touchdowns to Kadarius Tony in the postseason, and people are going, "How come the Chiefs are so good every year?" And how come other teams aren't? Because the Chiefs go ahead and trade for people and give away fourth round draft choices. <laughs> Every team ought to do this. Yeah. Well, he took to Twitter. I don't know why he tweeted this, but I searched his name, so this is how it came up. But he just told everyone, laugh out loud, please don't go out sad thinking that I care. Thinking I care. I don't know why, but that seems aggressive. I'm not sure exactly what that's all about. I don't know either. I think he's probably well, mad at. I don't know why you I read think that. He's probably, <laughs> you don't know what it's all about. Either. Why are you? <laughs> I, don't why, it up. I don't know why you read that. What uh, was the point? I feel like Giants Nation really disliked Kadarius Tony because he was hurt all the time, and they didn't like the. You, pick. Got, the, you got that feeling way out here in San Diego, huh? I have a friend who's a massive Giants fan, and all I hear about is how much he hates Kadarius Tony and how much he hates see, the GM see for drafting here, him. Chris, see what we have here again? This is like the whole Twitter thing where he says, everybody's saying it. Yeah, like, every Giant <laughs> fan hates Kadarius Tony. Who's that? My one friend. Just be, yeah. Anyway, we've told you this before, so we're not going to, I don't need to Man. browbeat you with it. We're four days into the offseason, and this is where we're at. We we still have like months to go, guys. People out there hate Kadarius Tony. Who are the people? My friend. I've had a couple Giants fans. Get out of here! You have not. Now he's got a couple. <laughs> I have to cover for Tony right now. He's laughing too hard to talk. Uh, I oh, I can't man. find. I'm I'm over it. I was gonna find what draft class he was, but no, uh, it's it's the old story. Scrape. You're the best. Man. You are the. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
236. Kadarius. Scraby. It's Kadarius, man. Yes, it is, but I forgot to play this. You did. You had your shot, things. too, man. I'm of warm water before bed. What, what is that? See, now you ma- He had a shot, Chris. He had what a shot. What is going on? He blew it. He tries to make fun of me, and he messes that up. Yeah. Right, he, that he, had a, he had a chance to come back. Aaron Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you totally said it. Aaron Nolan. All right, how many times are we going to have to hear this? I'll try to keep it to a minimum of 17 today. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, we do have a uh, we do a big five to get to. We sure do. And uh, before we do that, though, oh, we, do we have traffic? We no, do not. We, we do not have traffic, no. so I guess we can just get to the big five. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. One of the things that I found while we were out broadcasting at the Loft and all the Alesmith and Ballast Point is that we have a lot of new listeners. So if you have never heard the Big Five before, we usually do this at 4:40 every day, but on Thursdays we're gonna we're gonna switch it around. But it usually goes like this, and Chris gets mad at me for something. Number five. But today I think Tony's gonna get mad at me for something because the Lakers are the talk of the NBA right now, and there is no shortage of analysts jumping on the beatdown bandwagon. ESPN NBA analyst Jay Williams said this on ESPN today about the Lakers. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, Stephen A. Either Rob Planka and company they're going to blank. Or get off the pot. Blank or get off the pot. Either you trade the picks that you have 2027, 2029 for the likes of Buddy Hield. Maybe get a big, work another deal. Try to insert some kind of energy before the trade line. Or just go ahead and start clean. Trade LeBron James. Trade Anthony Davis. Trade Russell Westbrook. Now, you can think I'm crazy for saying trade all three. But you can't realistically look at me and say... Okay, if we do trade LeBron James, we are going to bold well or believe in Anthony Davis to carry the torch for this team. I watched him get grazed last night by Nikola Jokic, and I, I got worried. I got concerned. So that was Jay Williams Man. on ESPN. Yeah, he was very emphatic about his point here. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you're up first. Is it way too early to be thinking of blowing the Lakers up? I think it is, but, you know, we'll see. They said they wanted to give uh, this roster 20 to 25 games before they made decisions. Now, I don't think they anticipated being 0-4 to start that 20 to 25 games, but I do think it's too early. Uh, But, you know, ultimately how they look moving forward will determine it to that 20 or 25 games. They keep losing if they're – they went on to say in that segment that – they could see the Lakers go 0 and 11 to start the season because of their schedule. No, they got Utah twice coming so, up. So you know, there's that. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works. But I think it's too early. They got Minnesota and Denver and New Orleans their next three. So those are going to be tough games. But then they got Utah in two out of three games. They're going to win at least one of those. Um, four games is way too early. Oh my goodness gracious! I did watch them last night. One thing that I noticed, Tony, and I bet you noticed the same thing, 
LeBron James is not getting the love from the officials. He is that getting he used beat to up. Get. Yeah. I mean, he is driving hard to the basket, getting hit. The ball's flying around, and the Denver Nuggets are going the other way, and LeBron James is wondering where the foul is. Darvin Ham is out on the court, got a technical foul. I And I didn't see that just once. I saw that three or four times as the Lakers were trying to get back in that game last night. But the other thing I saw that would concern me, and it's not the team I follow, so I don't know these guys, but I really don't know these guys. Like, who are these guys that are now on the Lakers? Who are Kendrick Nunn? Who is Matt Ryan? Well, Who he's a is Lonnie Chris. Walker the fourth? Do the Lakers have a bunch of guys injured that I don't know about, or is this what they're going with? Uh, Russ is hurt. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn was a guy they signed last year, but it was hurt all season. Okay. And uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth came from Greg Popovich in the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. I, I did not know any of these guys, and I watched them. I know Schrader's out with an injury, too. Dennis Schrader. Or Schroeder. Schrader. Schroeder. Yeah. So, anyway, it just right now, 0-4 is way too early, and they've played four pretty tough opponents. The Boston Celtics last year were 18-21. and 21. It's a good thing they didn't blow that team up. Before they figured it out, they right? They ended up in the NBA Finals. So, you know, people that are going off the deep end, you know, let them be 0-8 before you make comments like that because that, that, that's a little much. I Number say. four. I agree. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, it's interesting that you said Matt Ryan there, Chris, because the football player Matt Ryan was benched by the Colts in favor of rookie Sam Ellinger. Uh, he's going to be starting this weekend for the Colts, and we kind of know why. Frank Reich didn't say this, but sources are saying that owner Jim Ursay was the one behind the benching of Matt Ryan, and here's why. Because if Matt Ryan gets hurt and can't pass a physical after the season, his bonus actually ends up turning into guaranteed millions. So they're trying not to spend that money, and they're going to keep him off the field so he cannot get hurt during a game. Uh, he's committed 12 turnovers this season in his first seven games, and the experiment is now over. Chris, is Matt Ryan done as a starter after 15 seasons in the NFL? He's done in Indianapolis because Jim Irsay says so. And I'll tell you one thing. You know, everybody blamed Carson Wentz for what happened to the Colts. Now it's sure time did. to start blaming it a little on Jim Irsay too. Mm. I mean, anytime the owner is meddling and making decisions – uh, it's problematic. You've got to let the football people run the football team. And I'm sure that Jim Mersey was the guy who signed off on Matt Ryan, probably went out and recruited him personally. And, you know, to give up on him after seven games uh, to protect your investment, protect some money, that's not good football, uh, you know, management. And, you know, Frank Reich, I mean, what can you do? I mean, can you imagine if you're the coach of any team, I guess coaches have to deal with this, Tony. You know better than I do at the pro level, but owners meddling in teams just never seems to go well. I mean, I'm sure that they do. They call down from the, you know, up above and say, hey, maybe we should play this guy. Maybe we should play that guy. They have a few ideas. But ultimately, I think the successful owners are the ones that let the football people make the football decisions. And I think Jim Mercer is getting way too involved. Can we, you could probably answer this better than I can. Can we name um, a, a situation that we know of where owners have meddled <laughs> and it's worked out in a positive light? No, we no, can't. No, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't usually work out. And yeah. that's because, you know, for 
it's one thing to own a team. It's a completely different thing to understand the, the nuances that go along with putting together talented individuals to, to make a team, right? That becomes something different. And so, yeah, it just doesn't, um, it doesn't usually work out. I don't suspect this one will work out any better than the other ones. Number three. Speaking of a struggling quarterback, Russell Wilson and the Broncos flew to London to play the Jaguars earlier this week. And the status of Russell Wilson was up in the air after missing last week due to a hamstring issue. I don't know if you guys saw this report, but I saw a report that he was going to be missing up to a month with a partially torn hamstring. Apparently, he's ready to go, and we kind of know why. The media asked him about what he did on the flight and what his flight routine is to try and stay healthy and stay uh, stay in front of the jet lag. And here is what he said. I don't really get jet lag too often. You know, I don't, I don't really, um, you know, I've traveled enough to, to get, you know, kind of get my system down. But, uh, yeah, for me, I was on the plane the first two hours. I was, uh, uh, first two hours, probably eight, was it, eight hours flight here? That's the first two hours I was watching the film, getting, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on, working on my legs and everything else, you know, make sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours, of, the last hour of that, I, I watched. I fell asleep for one hour, and I watched the film the rest. So uh, I felt, felt good to go once we got back. And then we had- All right, so that is what he said. Did you guys notice anything that people are going to latch on to in that whole thing right there? The high knees in the aisles while his teammates are knocked out. Now, I'm not the one just saying this. Shannon Sharp is actually saying this, and he said he would discourage answering questions like this because it elevates himself over his teammates like he's doing work while they're sleeping. And Shannon Sharp didn't find that to be a good move. Tony, do you find anything wrong with this comment? In a vacuum, no. But I think there's something to be said with what Shannon's talking about, right? I mean, I don't think it was intentional. Um, but, you know, if you're really doing high knees on a, on a, it's just on so a plane, weird. do you, why are you telling, you don't need to tell anybody that, just do your high knees, right? Because you, you know everybody else is probably listening to music, watching a movie. I don't know, doing those things that most normal people do on a plane. To London. To London. Not high knees in the the aisle way. I get very uh, uneasy on long plane flights. Me I too. Mean, I think I'm going to start doing some high <laughs> knees. You should. You should. Seems like a really oh good my idea. God. Can you imagine if Chris did high knees on a regular flight? <laughs> a that regular would be, passenger oh, flight. Oh, they would. Somebody would tackle you. Oh my goodness. It would be. It'd be. You'd go viral go for well. sure. You'd Can you viral. imagine? Though you're sleeping. Russell there, Wilson comes rolling by a, doing high knees. There in was that a funny dial. tweet by uh, San Diego native Tony Jefferson, and it was a meme of of what teammates would be looking like as oh, Russell oh, yeah, would yeah, like yeah. kind of side eye I'm like like what are you dude? doing it was a picture of LeBron I think too as a matter of fact <laughs> it was funny but yeah uh, I mean it does it, you you I mean I know that's like you know next level chess that we're talking in terms of elevating yourself yeah. but but it can come off like that and when you're and by the way, when you're two and five and not playing that great, it probably does. Come it off probably like does that. come off that way, even if it wasn't intended to come off. That way. Chris, what do you say? Yes, um, I, I say that Shannon Sharp isn't necessarily an authority on everything just because he's on television. I say that first. Um, secondly, uh, I think if Russell Wilson wants to get his career straightened out, he would do very well to play this Sunday and lose this game to the Jacksonville Jaguars, so that the Denver 
Broncos can do what they need to do, <laughs> oh, back on that. and that is fire Nathaniel Hackett. I was like, where is he going? How is losing going to help him right there? Yeah. It's going to help him go. if they get rid of that coach. Because I, I just think, you know, I watched Russell Wilson. The, the game that struck me was the Monday night game against the Chargers. When he came out and went 10 for 10 right out of the gate, and he looked like Russell Wilson, man, flinging the ball all over the place, running around making plays. Chargers made one or two adjustments. The Broncos had no answer for any adjustment. That, to me, is bad coaching. Um, so I, I think Russell Wilson still has something left, but he needs another coach, and I've been saying that for weeks. I liked on Undisputed. You know how they always have those little graphics underneath with, like, a word? I, I, this one was pretty funny because it said, Mile High Knees. <laughs> you guys get it? You guys get it? Nope. You guys get it? Don't get it. You don't get it. No, can you explain it to me, please? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> You're not cool enough to get to figure it out. They have to do with the Mile High Club. Just, oh, that was a so direction weird. I didn't think we were going. No, mile high, meaning you're in the air and Denver's a mile high. And then Russell Wilson's doing high knees, mile high knees. I would have never come up with that if you didn't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from Jamie on Twitter, and I retweeted this just now. Oh, yeah. So if you didn't see, the Buffalo Bills have released stadium renderings for their stadium. And I have to say the renderings look pretty good. But I don't really know. Do you guys ever see a bad rendering? I don't really see a bad rendering. No, that's why it's a win- rendering. Yes. Uh, no, looks- I mean, there's been some bad renders, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the picture of the outside of the stadium has three buffalo, three bison all chasing each other. And if that's not part of the stadium, I'm out on this stadium. But Jamie wants to know this, Chris. How can Buffalo get a stadium, but San Diego can't? Oh. I ask that question all the time. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know where Buffalo's coming up with all the extra money that San Diego can't seem to afford. I don't know. It's incredibly frustrating. Every time I, anytime I go to a new city and I see a beautiful football stadium sitting right in the middle of downtown and a beautiful basketball NBA arena sitting right next to it, I wonder why San Diego's incapable of that. Um, I, I mean... We just have the worst leadership in the history of cities. I, I don't know. I, I You know, people blame Spanos for it. I blame our city just as much. I don't have a good answer other than no, we, I know. we suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's thinking out there. Yeah. Or some are thinking. Yeah, I mean, there. listen. Well, we can't do it because we don't have a football team now, so. That's there's that part. Build it and they will why, come. Hopefully, no, there's no building it and it'll come. I mean, is the NFL expanding anytime soon? Not that I know. Uh, it doesn't seem like it is the right time for it in their league. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, it it does make you scratch your head. Like, why is it so easy for Buffalo? And it's a beautiful rendering, by the way. It is. You see the buffaloes in front outside? I missed that part. I was too oh, I was oh, too I was you. too um mesmerized yeah, by yeah. the glass that it seemed like really surrounded. Looks it looks it looked beautiful. Here, see the buffaloes guys outside looks of the amazing. stadium chasing each other? Yeah. All but right. anyway, like I was saying, it, I, it, says, I, all right. I, I don't I don't know exactly why that is. Yeah. The one thing I, I every know time is- I every time I go to Philly, I think to myself, like... They got, like, five stadiums why, right next to each why other. Why can't <laughs> our city have been like that? Where I know. you just got... I mean, you could literally catch a 
a, a, a baseball game, if they're in the playoffs, a football game, a hockey game, a basketball yeah. game, all in a matter of two yeah. days in the same a area. college football game, too? They're playing over there? I'm just Temple? talking about that. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they do. They play in yeah. that stadium. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a head scratch. But never fear, San Diego. All of our potholes are filled. <laughs> I, uh, don't even get me started because I ran over That's a pothole right. today. That was like a big oh, thing. Oh, that was a big time. argument. We that was the argument. <laughs> we can't build a stadium. we got to get our potholes filled. <laughs> and then, and then Ken, That's uh, right. And then Kevin Faulkner would go that. do these press things where he would be filling potholes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the only pothole that they actually filled. I ran over a pothole the other day down the street, and it made me really angry. I was living in, 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 in PB or Mission at the time. Oh, there, that, those streets are like cobblestone. Everywhere. <laughs> those are the I don't worst know how many times streets. I popped my tire. Like a weekly thing. <laughs> Bought your tire. Anyway, no one knows why we, we can't have a stadium. We digress. I have a feeling it's because there's there's no team lot. here now, so there's no yeah, need it to. Doesn't matter. Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. Number one. This is not really a question. It's more of a public service announcement. But there is an unclaimed Super Lotto Plus ticket oh, that my was wife sold was telling here me about this. in San Diego. If you bought a Lotto ticket on uh, th- from the April 30th drawing. At a 7-Eleven store at 40, 430 Spruce Street, then that ticket is actually worth $38 million. You are sitting on $38 million if you buy a ticket there. Oh, it ends today, the huh? Uh, yeah, they're really trying to find this person. I have a feeling you have until October twenty. October, you have to October 27th to claim it. You have 180 days from the drawing to claim and, and then so, what do they do? Give the money to schools, which are supposed to be. <laughs> here's, the next, here's the next line in my news story. If the winner does not come forward by October 28th tomorrow, the cash value of the prize, which is $22.9 million, will go to public schools in California. Thank you. So actually, no one turn it it'll in. Be the first time, that it'll be the first time that the schools get any money from the lottery <laughs> in the history of the program. Um, and then branching off of that Super Lotto Plus news, we have some Powerball news. The Powerball, guys, is up to $800 million after no one won in the most recent drawing. Million dollars. dollars. Uh, you find it interesting that everybody plays the lotto when it gets up to like $100 million? You know, Chris said that four years six ago. Six million isn't enough. Chris said that four years ago. It makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. That's a good question. I have better odds on playing a $10 million jackpot than I do on an $800 million jackpot. But if I'm that one guy. Who gets that 800 mil? You're not going to be. You guys don't ever have to worry about seeing me again. Actually, I would root for you and <laughs> under those circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is it for the Big Five for today. Uh, Ravens, Buccaneers. Good job. Good job. Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady on this channel about 430. Yes. We get into that. Yes. You guys got in that game. Well, I have some... Uh, bets that we can make in the game. I asked you who game. you betting, what okay. you betting. I said, who you got in the game? Chris? I got the Ravens. I oh. Yeah, I need Lamar to have a big game. Right. Buccaneers have a lot of injuries right now. Yes, they do. It's on and the offensive line, too. A lot of too, problems with this offense. I don't think uh, Tom Brady's Does Tom Brady break another, uh, what do you call those things? iPad? Oh, for surf? No, Surface, Microsoft Surf. Surface. See, that's why I didn't want to say the iPad. You, you're fine. You're not part of the NFL, but I feel like over under one iPad. One, Is that a daily gambit bet we can make? For surface. Hmm. Yes, we can make that. I guess. All right. Put it in a daily gambit. All right. Fortunately for our listeners, that's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 